Welcome to Bottom Line Sports Talk, where we cover sports and more for the culture, by the culture, because we are the culture. Hosted by your favorite twin duo, those Jackson men, Gary and Carrie. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, where you can rate us, review, subscribe, follow, and most importantly, share. Let's, let's give ourselves a hand clap, shall we? Why are we clapping, do you ask? Ask me. Why are we clapping? <laughs> it's been two years. Two years is February 13th. We had some different stuff happen, so couldn't necessarily celebrate with y'all. Won't get into those specifics. Right. Do it bother you people say specific or Pacific? Because I know a lot of people Pac- say Pacific. Yeah, Pacific bothers me. Waltz bothers me a lot. I hate waltz. Oh, like instead of walk? Yeah, no, oh, like, no, waltz. Like when you were looking at TV shows and movies, and they say, "Can you? You think you just waltz in here? Like waltz is a form of dance. <laughs> nobody, nobody dances their way into a building." Who told you to get this political, right? Bro, I hate that. I hate that, dog. I hate that. I hate the word. If, if if y'all listen to this, if y'all listen to this right now, whenever I'm around, do not say waltz. I hate the word waltz. That's what and waltz are my. Oh, I hate those. I hate them. To he death, said, "I hate when they say waltz, <laughs> waltz." I, I ain't mean. I ain't mean to get like that. No, but, what you mean? Don't apologize. Yeah, I, no I don't PG. mean to get like that. Yeah, no PG. I hate that dog. That's I hate. Funny. I hate the word waltz. That I is, that is hilarious. You funny, man. It's a you funny. I don't never when everybody say that shit, man. No, nobody don't like you. Don't never hear. You don't never see nobody dancing into a. a a bad situation. You don't never see nobody dancing into a room. I hate that. Well, since you hate it so much, uh, I need y'all to waltz on and subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> if y'all can see the look on his face. <laughs> I didn't know they triggered you, though. Yeah. Who hurt you? Nobody. All right. I you good? I missed the snow. No, you don't. I miss the snow. You miss the snow. Yeah, I just don't miss what happened in the buildings <laughs> when the snow came, but I miss the snow. Seriously, I do miss the snow. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are in Texas, uh, specifically the DFW area. won't tell you where we are, but last week was an experience, as well as this week. A, a fun, traumatic, bad, ugly, good experience. Well, we found that we were stuck. Yeah, we thugged it out, man. We we definitely found out we was thugs. We found how it was on, the, I guess, I, uh, how the people on the East Coast be living. Shout out to the East Coast. No. No? They don't live like that because they, they or, got or storms the, all the time, so they prepare for it. I heard it from a very many oh, of my okay. customers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> shout out to customers. <laughs> <laughs> but they was like, yeah, y'all not used to it. Not, and I quickly told them, y'all not used to the heat. Right. <laughs> At all. I was like, we we prepare for 100 degree heat. What about y'all? Nothing? No? We We, we, we don't like it. But we prepared for it. What they say, it. the dog days. No, I'm just talking about like oh, the yeah. dog days. Like they be like, oh, it's hot and it's only like 90 degrees. And they talking about that humidity. Yo, humidity only make it feel like 95. Yeah. We we talking about dry heat. We talking about humidity that make you sweat. When you get, yeah. When you we walk outside. Yeah, as soon as you walk outside. At, at 8 seven, o'clock. Yeah, yeah 7, 8 o'clock, o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and then at nighttime, you got to wait till at least the sun coming down like right now before right. you can let your kids outside. Otherwise, you might have a heat stroke. Y'all not ready for that East Coast. I'm done. Or Midwest. No, Chicago be ready. Chicago. I think Chicago one of the most prepared cities for anything. Man. I can live with that during the cold, though. I ain't gonna front. I mean, if you got somebody to color with, who knows? 
Good point. Good point. You know what I'm saying? Love hey, conquers all. It does not. Ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are bringing you the most highly anticipated, the never duplicated, the dynamic duo, your favorite twins, the Bottom Line Sports Talk Podcast. Well, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, right? Yep. Let's go to the uh, Remember When They Said. Oh, yeah. Uh, let us never forget mm-hmm. that John Thompson always said the man who knows how will always have a job. The man who knows why will always be his boss. And let us always remember. Bars, bro. Let us always remember that Malik from the game said this most iconic phrase. Either you sell rocks or you got a wicked jump shot. <laughs> In. You get that from a leak. From the game? Yeah. I know it came from somebody else. I'm just saying, like, if, if people don't know it from a song, like, they can refer to it. Mm-hmm. The show, The Game. The Game. Yeah. It's a game inside the game. But Monty did say this. There's <laughs> always a game inside the game. Man, there's been a lot going on. Yep. Um, let's start with probably your favorite topic of all time right now. It's probably not. We'll go ahead. Brooklyn Nets? Oh. I thought you were going to say Tampa Bay. No. Okay. Uh, I told you that wasn't going to be that long when we started with that one. When we started, can, it's probably going to end. Can, can we just skip, skip it in? Like, like, we say something for like a minute each and then move on because I hate I hate that. To Tampa Bay? Yeah. Well, we could wait then. Wait? Yeah, like, I feel like we got oh, more important things okay, to talk yeah. about than that. All right. Yeah, so the, with the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah. All right. Man, they on the road, man. They... I can't front. They, low, they ain't going to say they exceeded my expectations because I knew what they had, but I didn't think they was going to be as potent as this potent while Katie has been out. And Kyrie and James Harden, with James Harden being the focal point, being the point guard of the offense, uh, is, is getting everybody involved, everybody on that team is doing their job, which I didn't think. Uh, I thought the main problem was who else was going to score. On the team, of course, you have Joe Harrison, but Bruce Bruce Brown, he's been scoring, or he's been defending, been doing pretty much everything for that team, been the glue guy. DeAndre Jordan, of course, we know what he brings to the table. And, of course, like I said, Joe Harris, one of the best three-point shooters in the league. And Kyrie, we know what uh, great show he puts on every time he gets on the floor. And, of course, James Harden, drawing fouls, making three-pointers, making plays. So they looking right now, looking right now, they're looking like the best team in the NBA at this point. Even better than Utah. Even better than Utah, and that's what, and that's without KD. You Utah? No, 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 no I know. I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm oh just yeah, but man, they went. They just beat. They just got to beating the Clippers. Even though, even though mm-hmm. it should have been called a foul against James Harden, but I digress. They went on a. They went on the West Coast. One against the Warriors, one against the Jazz, one against the Clippers, and one against the Lakers. Even though the Lakers didn't have everybody, but they did their thing, man. They they are looking legitimately like the best team in the NBA. So, what you what you have to say about them? What you think about them? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm like you. I'm not necessarily shocked of anything that's going on per se. I guess my only thing would be this. Uh, and this and this is what we've been both saying. When it comes to <clears throat> when it comes to 
Brooklyn Knicks. Mm-hmm. Not to say the regular season doesn't matter, but it's such a long season. It is what it is. Right. You have ups and downs, ebb and flows, the whole nine yards. I told you, with them, since James Harden wanted to go there after the debacle that happened in Houston with that basically being built around him for his needs and all that stuff, mm-hmm. with you going to Brooklyn, you got two years. I'm, I'm, I'm If y'all, first of all, I want to see how far y'all making the playoffs, if y'all make it to the championship. Right. And then two, who's on the other side if y'all can beat them. Right. Now, I know KD is in his own right, a freak in his own nature. They got two other supremely talented players, soon to be Hall of Famers, a whole nine yards. Right. Can you win the championship? The only person on the team that won one is Kevin Durant. If you can't win no championship. And Kyrie. I know, but I'm saying with LeBron. I'm talking about like, I know Kevin Durant went to Golden State, but he was a focal point. LeBron, because Kyrie was doing his thing, you know. Okay. So, quote, unquote, is the, one of the better point guards. I'm saying being the focal point when KD get back, can they win a championship, all three of them? Mm-hmm. James Harden being on the team, we know what some of his uh, moments have been. Can they win the championship? That's that's my thing. Like, I'm not shocked. They should be doing this great, happy for them. Whoop the freaking do. When y'all get to the playoffs, can y'all make it to the championship round this year, next year, whenever it happens? Yeah. And can you win the championship? That's my thing. Because this whole, you know, it's been the big three for a while thing, right? They got probably the ultimate big three, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Outside of what we saw with the Warriors, because that was a big four if you included Draymond Green. Right. Can they win a championship? That's what I care about. That's great. Look, that's great they look good, right? Who else did we see look good in the regular season all the time, get all the accolades and stuff like that? We saw James do that. We we, we understand that's going to happen. When the playoffs come, I needed to see what happens. They win the championship. That will put doubts in my mind away. And speaking of Draymond Green on on another topic, against the, against the Charlotte Hornets, late game situation, jump ball, Gordon Hayward and, and Draymond Green get tied up for the ball, and the referee calls a foul on Draymond Green. We know how Draymond Green gets. He, he, got, he, he got he got he got it. It is what it is. He got a technical he got a technical foul with two seconds. Well, I think maybe like five or two seconds left in a in a game, and Charlotte was already down by two points, so they went to the line, made both of the free throws. And got the ball back. Terry Rozier gets the ball back. And Terry, Terry Rozier hits the game winner to beat the Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green, and I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have said this, but you have to control your emotions. You would have thought you, he would have learned in 2016 when the Cavaliers came down 3-1, to one, but he just, right now, just got to learn how to control his emotions. I ain't going to say learn. He know he got to do better. He costing his team. That that game that they lost could be a detriment in the future if they don't if they miss or make the playoffs. So right now he he has to learn how to control his his self. Learn how to control his anger. And, and, and sometimes, hey, look, you know if you yell at the fish, you know what they're gonna say. It's better if you just go to the bench. Put a towel over your head, scream, talk to Steve Curry, yell at him, whatever. And don't get the tech. Not in those kind of situations. So he got to learn how to do better. But I mean, I, w- I was just going to say this. I mean, yes, everybody has a reaction to say he has to learn how to control his emotions. My whole thing is he's that team emotional wire. Mm-hmm. You kind of, you get, you get what you get. 
you you can tell him to control his emotions, but then at the same time, if you tell him to control his emotions, aren't you taking away who he is? That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he might have cost him this game, but other games, he get people fired up. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Because it's like when a coach sit up there and raise all hell to get ejected. Either you got you got two things that can happen. Either it go terribly bad and keep going the same way, or it spark your team to win. So it is a fact. I, I think you got to kind of look at it and say, yeah, you want him to do a better job so it don't cost him an injection and cost the game. But at the same time, I can't tell him not to be himself. Be, him being himself was why, even though he wasn't a part of the big three when KD got there, mm-hmm. he was still a part of the big three and made it a big four because of who he was. Because his stats don't necessarily equate to points, but he's a what a small forward slash power forward he, he, that he, can pass the ball and he, move around and stuff like that better for his position. Yeah, and, and he he can defend all uh, on defense. He can defend all five positions. That's what I'm saying. From from their point guard to the shooting guard, especially to the small forward, power forward, and center. Even though he's undersized. He always gets the job done. And if you've been looking at his games lately. And that's second off Michigan, baby. What's up? Yeah, if you've been looking at those at his games lately, like Shout out to, this, doctor. Shout out to Dr. E.T. Yeah, his <laughs> um his stat line his stat line's been crazy. Like he'll almost almost have like a quadruple double. Like he'll have eight points or six points or eleven points, eight assists. Set seven rebounds, nine rebounds, but just little stuff like that. But so. when you, but when you on the team like him, that's loaded. Steph Curry, whenever Clay get back, hopefully James, he is something. Uh, James Wiseman, that's what I'm saying. Like, balling, yeah. everybody that they have and and the way that the organization drafts and or picks up free agents, mm-hmm. he ain't got to be a scorer. Well, you know, he does what he needs to do in his assist column. Oh, yeah. But I wanted to make sure we made mention of what he said of the statement. And by the way, people. It might sound old, but guess what? You're getting a perspective from two of the best out here, so what's up? He made the comment saying everybody wants to say the young man can't figure it out, but no one wants to say the organization can't figure it out. This was made in reference to Andre Drummond uh, in reference to trade talks, being told he's not going to play and being told to get in his street clothes and come back out and sit at the end of the bench for moral support, basically, for optics, if you will. Right. Draymond making this comment, and I got a few points with it, but Draymond making this comment, I absolutely agree with. This goes right along with some of the things that I've said. I know some of the things that you agree with, some you may not, you know what I'm saying, when when we talk about. Mm -hmm. But I I say it once I say it again, I'm for the player, right? So this man getting traded, and you want him to not play so he doesn't become damaged goods. So when a player want to get traded, they still got to come out here. That's why when AD, uh, when other people, you know, want to get things going, and it's on their behalf for their better interest and not necessarily anything to do with the team. People look and say, oh, they're a sport athlete. But when the organization do it, it's all it's all hands on deck. It's business as usual. It's business as usual. And I think he's right because the one thing I can think of whenever we th- uh, whenever we talk about young players, uh, Mark Hill, folks, am I saying his name mm-hmm. right? When the, when it happened in the 76ers, though, his shot was, you know, broke, yeah. shoulder hurt and all this stuff like that. And we see what the 76 was about, and that was the process, quote-unquote. Now, you know, at, well, last year, I don't know about this year. I hadn't checked in this year. But when he left, so, seems as though he was finding his groove and got better. In Orlando, yeah. In Orlando, right. And um, I just I just want to make sure I, I, I point out that Draymond, because of your emotions and things of that nature, I got to give you props. Because yeah. you said what other people are scared to say, and now you have, quote-unquote, 
the ultimate uh, bandwagoner, and he plays on our team. I got to just call it what it is. LeBron James will come out and utter and back up everything when it's already said. I don't know if I've ever heard him say this comment. Not to say he don't believe it, but I don't know yeah, if, oh I've yeah. ever, if I've ever heard him utter it. But at the same time, I guess when you're the face of the league, things are different. Who knows? But now you got everybody coming back out and supporting too now that I'm those pretty, yeah. two didn't say it. And I'm just like, yeah. son, what were y'all ever for? Like, this ain't nothing new. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure LeBron may have said that. You well, just well, don't know. Cause it, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm pretty sure he's said that a lot in the, uh, in the past. But back to Draymond Green's point, like right now, you do have to you have to look at it from both sides, and the, the, of course, the front office going to say his business. But if you're a player, you just gotta you just gotta take a look at it from from a player's perspective. You just have you just have to take a look from outside looking in, and they I'm pretty sure Andre Drummond wants to play, but at the same time, the coach is saying you know. We telling you we want to look for a trade for you, so we don't want you to dress out. But at, it's crazy how how it is. But I have to agree. I, I'm on the same page. I have to agree with both uh, what Draymond said, and I'm, have I'm, to agree with what you had said as well. Yeah, my only thing is this: if other people, like you said, are saying uh, it's a business, the business as far as the organization is looking out for the players, saying they want to trade him, mm-hmm. so they want him in tip top shape. Mm-hmm. All right, if you say that as a business and you saying this in this situation, when a player want to sit up here and go find their own way without you because they sick of what's going on, they sick of what's going on, don't say they spoiled. Don't try to paint them in a negative light. Talk about the player. Mm-hmm. Let them do it because just like it's a business to you, it's a business it's to, to them, them too. Right. Because you're they on the floor. Like If you're in the front office, you the owner, you the coach or whatever. At the end of the day, they on the floor. Right. This it, without them, it ain't no game. And then on top of that, you gotta take a look at it. The front office can be like, man, if they wanted to, they'll tell they'll probably tell the coach, man, play him every minute until he just file out or whatever. And then you at at that point, you hurting his stock. And if you hurting his stock, that means less teams want it. And when less teams don't want you, nobody wants you. And then what happens after that? You out the league. You probably playing overseas somewhere. Even though I highly doubt uh, Andre Drummond would be out the league, but you just have to—it's just different scenarios. I mean, I get like like I said, I get you. I feel you. I'm with the different scenarios, but I'm just saying in in this case right here, and any other case, this is a prime example of a team want to trade you, and they say, "No, we want you to play or whatever. We want you to get hurt." Mm -hmm. So when a player sit up there and want to leave, and they want to take it in their own hands, and they requesting a trade, and they don't want to play. Or they don't want to play the whole time, or you think they're making a scene because they aren't doing what they need to do, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Don't make no noise about it, cause it's a business to them too, right. and they taking care of the business, which is their bodies. Right. And again, without them, it ain't no game. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to make sure to bring light to that. That's uh. Uh, on yeah, but on a quick note, you think Kobe Bryant should be the the logo of the league of the NBA, like Kyrie said. My only thing is this. Which I do have to say for that statement, he did make a very valid point, too. My only thing is this. Are we making him the logo of the league because he's passed away? Or are we making him the logo of the league because he should be the league? Because this this is the thing. Just three players I can name off the top of my head. Mike, mm-hmm. Shaq, mm-hmm. Kobe. Uh, one can say LeBron whenever he's whenever he's retired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As far as what they've done for the game, all Hall of Famers, all in the top uh, in the tops in certain categories, 
all have had a dramatic impact on the league. Uh, before Kobe wasn't it supposed to be Mike, you know what I'm saying? So right. are I, we just are we just saying that he's supposed to be it because he was so dynamic and he passed away, and now we really those who weren't really fans really appreciate what he did. For I, I think yeah, I, I think it's that's my the, question. The, but you know that this generation now was was they watched and idolized Kobe. So right now, I want to say it's because he. Unfortunately, because, because he's he passed the one that away. Passed recently, yeah. Because he the one that recently passed away. If Michael Jordan passed away, at the same time Kobe passed away, if he if Michael Jordan would have passed away before Kobe, I guarantee you everybody would be saying Michael Jordan should be the face or the logo of the NBA. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's that's but, that's my only thing with people saying Kobe should be the logo. Like I'm not. I, I would love it, right? But I'm just saying simply. The logo has stood the test of time, right? Mm. If we're looking to make the change of the logo, who makes sense? We can't look at it as a generational thing because every generation will say yeah, a different you have a player. Say, yeah, have a different player, right? But if we're looking at overstand still to this day, arguably hadn't played since whenever, yeah. it's got to be Mike. Yeah, You know, that's if we're going to change it. I think yeah, it should yeah. be Mike. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, if you sit up there. Anybody better than Jerry West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Even, 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 even Jerry West had co-sign. He was like, "Yeah." Jerry Ben said he wanted, not, he didn't want to be the face of logo. Yeah. I mean, face of the logo no more. He, or whatever. Yeah, he said, he said he cool with Kobe being the face. So, I that, mean, that that was. I mean, I ain't mean getting to it. No, no, no. I mean, everybody. I'm not. I'm not mad at it at all. I'm just saying, like, I feel like a lot of people are only saying it's because he's not here no more and because his impact on the game. Right. But at the end of the day, people don't even bring up Kobe. When it come, what before he passed away, they weren't bringing him up in the goat conversation. They were just saying he's like a lot like Mike. Yeah. For the longest, it's been LeBron and Mike. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then one of those should be it. And if I you're agree. saying the actor player can't be it, then you got to say Mike. Which, I mean, to me, it should be Mike. Yeah. You know, uh, let's get into a few NFL things. Here's our thirty seconds of fame. Uh, shout out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They really suck. I think it's a conspiracy going on with the NFL. Yep. No way. We have never seen the Chiefs play like that ever. We, I don't care how hurt Patrick Mahomes is. I don't care who was hurt on offensive line. We still ain't never seen them play like that since he started at quarterback. I just want to put this into perspective. Washington Redskins scored 27 points on the books. We scored 20, 20 points. And 38. And 38, but I'm talking in the postseason. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm talking about Yeah, the the Washington Redskins scored over 20 points against the Buccaneers. We scored 20 or more points. Green Bay. Green Bay scored 20 or more points. And and he had three interceptions in the game against Green Bay. And he had three interceptions against the game against Green Bay. And are you telling me all those teams that he played in the NFC, you're telling me that probably – most prolific offense in the NFL in history, in, in, in NFL history, and this past NFL season, you telling me these motherfuckers couldn't score not one? They can score not one touchdown. And and on top of all that, they, after 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 they put up thirty eight points against them the first time, that wasn't an effect when he said after either. I know it wasn't. <laughs> a, no no no, I can I can I can do that on here. Hey <laughs> hey, it was yeah, it wasn't an effect nothing like that. So, but I'm just saying. We scored all those points. Every other team in the NFC scored all the points against them. And you telling me that the most prolific offense in NFL history could not score not one, not one touchdown. 
I think this is my thing. I've never seen that happen on that scale, right? I've never seen it happen on that scale. Nah, that's one point. And then I guess I guess my biggest thing is this: when you look at everything that's going on with that game, they defense is ranked top. They defense was getting scored on at will, basically, right? It was it was some bum calls. We already knew that was gonna happen. Oh my but, god! Yeah. But you're telling me, and th- this is where the credit goes because this is a repeat of what happened in 2001 when they won the Super Bowl. They defense, Tampa Bay defense was bar none. Mm. Uh, credit in themselves. Like, that's really why they got this far. And that's really why, and why they, they won. won. Yeah. But the offense made Kansas City defense look as though they never played football a day in their life. Patrick Mahomes was hurt with the, with the toe. To, yeah, turf. And they had three offensive linemen, I believe, that were out. Right. But you telling me Tyreek Hill, arguably the best receiver this year. But they had them covered. Double team. Yeah. No, no, no. But this is the thing. When they played them before, what happened? Oh, we've seen cover. Oh, boys getting burned. No, I know, but I'm saying. Who, so no, yeah. I'm saying though, look at it. So Tyreek covered, right? Everybody on their team Ken, is fast. Kelsey missed some crucial third down catches. I I can't lie about that. Yeah, I don't and, know and I, I knew they were gonna have him covered, but you telling me Sammy White, uh uh Hardman, anybody else, uh was you know, nobody else could get anything going. Like I get it, Tampa Bay defense is good, but you can't tell me you can't see the offense. Ain't better. You talking about a dude that scored that that threw for fifty touchdowns last year? He came back in every game last year, including the Super Bowl, to win it. And he was bar none unstoppable this year. They just they just screwed over Buffalo. Yeah. The week before, I mean, two weeks prior to that, and you telling me that is what happened? But yeah, I know what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, like I said, it's a conspiracy it, for him to win seven, so they can have so they can have. This conversation saying he's the best athlete of all time. He's not an athlete. He can't play no other sport besides football. If it wasn't for the Tom Brady tough rule and all the quarterbacks they had, all the rules they have for quarterback, he wouldn't be in this league right now. So, His head would have been taken off two years ago in New England. So, so re, yeah, shout out to, shout out to Serena. Shout out to uh, Osaka. Osaka. Yeah. Big Naomi. Shout Big shout out to Osaka. Shout out to Osaka. Love it. Love it. We're not even gonna get into no goat conversations. Yeah, that's, we that's, ain't, yeah. No, because we we got we got way more to go up against Brady. Like, and I say this last stat too. For those of you who keeps who keep saying he's the goat, every time he won a Super Bowl, he ain't even been the best quarterback in the league. Get over yourself. Let's get to. I don't really have nothing to say about that. We can really get hurt and do it in if you want to. <laughs> Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. Where will you go? Not even that. Just, man, Houston really hoeing this man. And look, this and this is the only thing I can say, because I was talking about this with our barber. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing I can say. Le'Veon Bell showed y'all the way. You got enough money, Deshaun, to sit out. Keep getting them checks, bro. Hey, you got enough. But, you oh. got enough. Because this is my thing with Houston. If you don't have him sit out and he play mm-hmm. and he stink it up, you can't do nothing to him. Right. That man said he want to trade. He said he want to be included in the city. Y'all didn't do it. Now you sit up there and now you sit up there and say Mess that man over, bro. Yeah, now you sit up there and say you wanna, you know, you wanna make it right and figure it out. I'm a higher minority and all this and all that. Nah, bro, it's too late. You traded away my best weapon. JJ White gone, which shout out to you and Brandon for saying that. Yeah. Uh, J.J. Watt gone. And then at the end of the day, let's look at it. Who who he really got? 
like to help him. Nobody. Nobody. And right. Don't, and don't think y'all hiring that black coach gonna make him stay either. And I think, and I think that's the biggest indictment of it all. They, they, they tried, but I'm like, nah, fam, nah. But they, they did it. But they did it too late. They wait. Is that you feel they me? Did, they did it way too late. I mean, like they said, they hired. I forgot the name of the uh, agency. They hired an agency to sit up there and get candidates because the owner already had who we wanted in mind. When they came back with these other candidates for GM, that was that's with the GM first. When they came back with these candidates for GM, the owner didn't like it, so you know they went about that but, way. Then with the head coaching thing, only why they did that because he started making a, a whole mockery of it. And this is the same owner who sat up there and said, exactly. "We can't let the inmates run the inside." Exactly. So I, hey, right now at this point, because I don't want to sound contradicting myself, because I know I. I I know what I said in the past. Like, if you signed the contract, like, <laughs> if, if you signed, and I still, I do, I still do stick to my guns on it. He signed that contract. He knew what was up. You already knew what was up. If in in that contract, if it don't have a no trade clause, hey fam, you just gonna have to, you just gonna have to either sit it out or play, either or. But when I don't know if he said that before he signed or if he said that after he signed. If he said that before he signed and you still signed. Yeah, you kind you kind of screwed yourself up. But if you but if it happened after the fact, well, you you talking about okay, so and I get what you're saying, but you talking about him signing a contract with arguably one of the top five receivers in the league in DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, right. You signing it with somewhat of a decent hope of trying to at least make the playoffs and, and uh, yeah. eventually make it forward. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I see, yeah. Like your matchup last year, even though y'all got blew to bits, it was by Kansas City. Y'all were up by 24. You know what I'm saying? Against Kansas City. You know, against Kansas City. Like, he signed the contract in the hopes of them building more and doing better. Right. You had Bill O'Brien, GM, office coordinator, and head coach screw up your whole future in one trade. They gave that man all the power. Right. In one trade with all the power, he screwed up everything. So, yeah, he signed the contract under under Bill O'Brien. He signed the contract with DeAndre. He signed the contract with XYZ incentive. And was told he would have input on decisions. That's what's in his contract. Well, look look at what happens since he signed. I don't blame you for sitting up there acting like that. But I do think it's going to have to take him sitting out. Le'Veon Bell showed y'all the way. Take that hit. You can survive. And that's another and that's you another and that's another you you don't have to play. You don't that, have to worry about getting injured. You can you can play till you 43 too. <laughs> Bro, that's just crazy. You can play till you 43 too. Man, let's see. I ain't paid attention too much else. Uh, Carson Wentz going to Indianapolis. That was dumb because why did y'all fire Doug Peterson if that boy is gone? I know Renee Montgomery, uh, former WNBA player. She used to play for UConn. Uh, she uh, is now uh, part owner of the Atlanta, uh, the Atlanta WNBA team. Dream, ain't it? Atlanta Dream. I think it's a dream. Yeah, I think it's a yeah. dream as well. I saw that. Yeah, but yeah, big shot, big shout out to her. To, to stop playing basketball and to focus on social social issues and also be an uh, owner. Shout out to uh, Maya Moore, uh, too. Big, huge shout out to Maya Moore. Shout out to both of them. Shout out to the women, man. Shout out to the women. And Definitely. I, huh? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Shout out to them, man, for sure. Um, I want to I wanna end this off on a good note. Um, a good note? Hey, boy, we ain't had good notes all night. This, this two-year anniversary, a couple of weeks late. <laughs> <laughs> we uh <laughs> no nah, but yeah hey for all y'all women that's out there doing y'all thing hey keep it up man but i want to i want to dedicate the the podcast to all the women out there doing their thing and of course uh my picks of the week 
for uh, my picks of the week are Kamaya, Bend the Corner, and Mahalia featuring Rico Nasty. Jealous. Big shout out to them. Shout out to Rico Nasty. Yeah, big. Shout out to Mahalia and Kamaya. Hey, especially Kamaya, bro. Hey, stop. Nah, you know what? I ain't going to rent. I ain't going to rent. I'm just going to say don't. I'm saying shout out to Rico Nasty because of who he is. Who she is? Oh, I thought you were talking about the producer. No, no, no. I'm talking about the rapper, the oh, female rapper. I know some people call his last name Nasty when he get on his beats. Oh, okay. Oh, the one with um, Organized Nowhere, Rico. Oh. Some people say Nasty oh. for some reason. I thought this was what you were talking about. No, nah, definitely. What if we on two different pages? Yeah. Anyway, nobody cares. Right, nobody cares when you about to say something stupid. Nobody whatever cares. You gotta say. Nobody cares. I said, <laughs> I said, I'm talking about the women. You hey, know what I'm talking about, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we I thought you were talking about the producer. That's why I just said calm down. Calm down. Chill out. My pick is a week. I didn't go women. I didn't go women empowerment because I didn't know that's what, which way we was going. It's your bad. Uh-huh. I didn't know. Anyway, Nipsey Hustle, seven days a week. Most definitely. And uh, found this song. I've been jamming this mug. I can't even lie. Uh, Rolex Rockstar, Guap Dad 4000 featuring Buddy. That's Buddy, B-U-D-D-Y. <laughs> Buddy go hard. Buddy about that black life. Right. Black, black, black. Everything black. Other than that, folks, we back in live effect. We shall be bringing you the latest, the greatest, the hottest. Some in-depth thought process to hold nine yards. Great picks of the week. Uh, we we got a whole slew of things lined up. Your boy's been a little sick. Uh, won't tell you and divulge that till next episode. But man, happy two years to us, man. Yeah, man. Gotta drink Sound some champagne. <laughs> I don't want to drink none of this you had last week. I want the real stuff, Ace of Spades, since that's what you can afford. I'm buying Ace of Spades. I'm buying no Ace of Spades. Anyway, y'all, y'all have a good one. This episode is coming out real late on Friday. Uh, we will be back early next week. And y'all keep it pushing, man. Y'all stay easy, man. Thanks. All right. We out of here. Thank you for listening to Bottom Line Sports Talk. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and don't forget to share. We'll see you next time.